Welcome to episode 8 of the Willow Hill Podcast. I'm Pastor Joe, and today we'll be looking to one of the Psalms and the importance of admitting when we're wrong. hope you and your family are doing well. I would encourage you, as always, if you are enjoying this content, please share it with a friend. We have a Facebook group where the content here, as well as what Pastor Dave has been working on, will be posted. Please drop me a line on Facebook, Joe Meaden, or email pastorjoe at willowhill.com, and we will get you connected. Today we're going to be talking about a rather uncomfortable subject, confession. Confession is especially unpopular now in our time and in our culture. Celebrities and politicians have begun to learn that in this society that seems to be so careful about offending others, it's actually the best practice to never apologize for anything. You see, people who admit that they are wrong get canceled. So the theme of the day is double down. Double down on everything you say and never say you're sorry. However, we will see today that it's actually confession that we need right now. We're going to be looking to Psalm 32. I'm going to read it, and then we'll get a chance to discuss it for a little bit. Psalm 32, a masculine of David. Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer, Selah. I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin, Selah. Therefore let everyone who is godly offer prayer to you at a time when you may be found. Surely in the rush of great waters they shall not reach him. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with the shouts of deliverance. Selah. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Do not be like a horse or a mule without understanding, which must be curbed with a bit and a bridle, or it will not stay near you. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Be glad and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. The psalm is broken down into a few parts, but it's best summarized as David's encouragement to the hearer or reader to embrace a life of confession and repentance. In verses 1 and 2, he pronounces that blessed is the person whose sin is dealt with and taken care of. It's interesting that he uses the term covered here because it stands in contrast to what he explains that he did, which was to try to cover his own sin. And how easily we fall into the same trap. We think that by hiding our sin, we will find safety and relief. But the opposite always ends up happening. Verse 3 so picturesquely describes what it's like to live in a state of unrepentant sin when you're constantly terrified. You hear someone say, we need to talk about something. 
That one look and the fear rises up in you. Oh no, she knows. You immediately start thinking of how you can lie your way out of it. Oh no, he figured it out. You try to think about how you can avoid as many of the consequences as possible. Or perhaps to find out exactly what they do know so you can hold back the details they might not know so that you could save face. Escape a little bit of the punishment that's coming your way. And then all of a sudden it's, where did you want to go to dinner on Friday? We need to make reservations tonight. Sigh of relief, but it doesn't change the panic that you feel. And it doesn't go away. David says it this way, my bones wasted away and I was filled with groaning. Have you ever felt that way? Sometimes when we're hiding our sin, we think we're escaping consequences when in reality, we're already suffering from our decision. So what does David offer to help us to alleviate our miserable state? He relays his personal experience of confessing to the Lord what he has done. He stopped hiding it. He finally just admitted it, came clean, and came to God. What he found was God's forgiveness. Often what we think is that what we've done is so heinous and so horrible that we should never be forgiven. Well, the hard part is that we're right. But the good news is that God does not treat us as our sins deserve, and he forgives us, even though we don't deserve it. David then reflects on how God is the shelter that we can run to in times of trouble. Like a small child, we can come to him, tell him what's on our heart, and he will receive us with open arms. Jesus' death paid the price for our sins, and God receives that payment and embraces us. David ends his psalm with some advice. Don't be stubborn. Don't embrace a life of sorrow. He says that many are the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Proverbs elsewhere comments that the way of the sinner is hard. It's not hard because we make mistakes, because that's universally true of everyone. It becomes hard because when we are saddled by our burdens, we can either carry them ourselves as we pass through life, suffering under their weight and being defined by them, or we can give them to Jesus. We can cast our cares on him, allow him to pay the price. So what are you holding on to today? What are you terrified that people will find out? Take it to Christ and seek God's forgiveness. And then live that out as you forgive others and ask for forgiveness as well, knowing that God has already forgiven you. I hope that you will find rest and experience the peace that this verse talks about today by walking in the same path as David did. Each of us are called to bring our loads and bring them to Christ. production has been for the congregation of Willow Hill Baptist Church in Willoughby, Ohio. If you are in the Cleveland area, we would love to connect with you. You can reach out to me at pastorjoe at willowhill.com if you'd like to contact me. Please leave a review or share this episode with your friends. The music for the Willow Hill podcast has been provided by Scott Holmes.